tell their stories and this is TJ Talks the podcast. <sighs> I have enjoyed my February, my Black History Month. I learned a lot this year. I hope y'all did as well. But I'm going to reiterate something that I'm a firm believer in when I'm told or the universe tickles my ear about something more than twice and I hear it from two completely different sources, it's a sign that I need to listen. I heard that many different times in my life. I'd always ignore it. Like sometimes I would hear it four times, three times. Now I've learned how to pay attention. And when you hear it twice, act on it, follow on it. So with that said, I've heard from the universe that I finally picked up that if I hear something twice, act on it then. So this week, I am talking about the importance of not waiting for it to be perfect to say you're done. Matter of fact, I'm just going to read the title verbatim because I like how I wrote it better. Stop waiting on perfect. Stop waiting on perfect. Everybody wants to channel or reach their idea of perfection in whatever their craft is before they even put it out there. If you keep on holding that idea until it's perfect, your idea, somebody, one, has already done that idea already, probably. There are very few original ideas in this world. So whatever your spin is, get it to the point where you can show and then show it i'm speaking from experience here get it to the point where you can show it copyright it as best you can but don't wait on the copyright to then go and move because somebody else has that idea if you have a spin on it act on it but stop waiting on perfect to then go and do it if artists in general waited until something was perfect there'd be a lot less inventions there'd be a lot less a lot less improvements modifications all of the above if everybody waited until it was perfect to then say you know what is good enough now there would be a lot less innovation Well, I'm going to go a little bit into story time because I've always been a techie, always. iPhones. The first iPhone was a super modified Palm Pilot at that, at which point minus the stylus. There was no Apple store. It had a two megapixel camera that looked worse than the webcams. And again, there wasn't an app store. So the only thing you could do was make phone calls, send text messages, 
take two megapixel pictures and I think they added in Safari but you keep all that in mind you started somewhere compare that to where the iPhones are now it is leaps and bounds difference but you had to start somewhere it wasn't perfect but it was good enough and even then people will always say that Androids make better phones they do the software makes more sense on Apple phones and I love Android phones and sometimes hate Apple software Apple bridged the gap in the last couple of years to the point that now everybody wants to copy Apple RIP headphone jack everybody wants to copy Apple RIP home buttons everybody wants to copy Apple RIP all the physical handprint ID things now it's all face ID of some sort everybody wants to copy Apple there's a reason people copy them it's because they might not be the first to get there but they get there and they weren't chasing perfect they I understand that revisions revisions constant revisions they didn't wait on to be perfect to start doing it that's a very important thing across any forum spectrum anything you deem important they didn't wait on it to be perfect to start doing it and I say this just to say that as far as artists are concerned stop waiting on perfect just to start especially from the start start early make mistakes often I can say my first 100 beats back when I was using the bootleg version of Fruity Loops that I couldn't even save in now I think I had a demo version you know the demo version you could save your files but correct you could save the mp3s you couldn't save the projects I made about a hundred beats using the demo version of FL Studio 6 7 one or the two six or seven I made about a hundred beats then garbage garbage no rhythm we just drum kick somewhere snare somewhere they weren't in harmony but I made about a hundred beats. Now we are at like 600, 670, 680, 700 beats later, not including that first hundred of garbage beats on the garbage Black Friday Dell desktop. If I have the picture, I'll put it up right now. I started there they were not perfect I was not chasing perfect I was just chasing getting there there's an importance in just starting so now we go into the notes I just freestyled that part embrace imperfection if you embrace the imperfect parts of your process and understand that that quirk or that area that might not seem perfect to you 
that is what makes it yours. That imperfection is what makes the deviations between you and the next person doing it. Only you can do that, or only you did that. You might not be able to recreate it, but that's the beauty of the imperfection. Embrace it. Also, hmm, just because you're embracing that imperfection does not mean not trying to improve. Let me say that again, because I don't think it sounded right out of my head. Just because you're embracing that imperfection does not mean don't chase your form of perfection. That sounds better. If you embrace that, it does not mean you don't want to act on or be better or improve. You always want to improve. I say that constantly. You always want to improve, but embrace the fact that while this imperfection is what it is, I do want to be better. As long as you keep that in mind, the rest of this won't matter. So with that said, I think I said everything that I really, really, really wanted to talk about. Give me a second. That is still hot. Goodness gracious. But stop waiting on perfect. Stop waiting on perfect. From personal experience, there's been many a times when I was doing music and I was trying to chase it as a full-time job where I said, okay, that's not good enough. That's not good enough. That's not good enough. That's not good enough. And I wasn't even making stuff for artists. I was just making stuff for me to listen to. Like I would challenge myself and say, is this good enough to play on 11 in my maxima? And if it didn't pass that test when I had it on 11 in my studio, if it didn't pass that test, it didn't come out. So that's about 500 beats that never made it out the door. Did you hear this? Not these numbers again. I said I had a hundred when I was starting that were flat out garbage. I had 500 that never saw the light of day. And then I had about six to 700 that are in limbo of which 250, I believe you can listen to on streaming DSPs and all that. But the thing that's most important across all of that is embracing imperfection and one personal thing I'm going to give out here because I was going to save it for whenever I got around to doing this documentary I had in my head for a while but embracing imperfection and also learning yourself I say this often learn yourself but I learned myself and how I operate when it came to music where if I didn't abandon it to some degree, it was never coming out. So the 250 that finally came out, those are the ones I abandoned. Said they're good enough. It is what it is. You have to abandon your art at some point. I believe I picked that up when I heard some stories about Pablo Picasso and how the stuff that everybody fell in love with was the stuff he abandoned early on. And then also 
as I learned about painting and art, other artists in general through art school, I learned you have to abandon your work in order to accept critique. If you still hold on to it like a baby or a child and all of that, you're not going to be as receptive to critique or criticisms and getting better and all of that. You have to abandon your work. But that's a story for another day, and I feel like I've been talking for a while, so... Yeah, we're wrapping that up. Tori and Jonathan, this has been TJ Talks, the podcast. I hope you grabbed something out of this conversation this week. And I will be getting back to you within a week or two. I might be taking a week off. I'm working on something. But with that said, week to y'all. Thank you.